back with another episode of College Chronicles. And this series is especially um, important one for me because it is a new beginning called Real Talk. And it's talk, real talk with the realest people on my campus about real things that are going on and affecting our lives and what's going on in our world. And I have the pleasure of having my first guest on this show and on this series. So please, man, state, state your name for the people and uh, tell them where you're from. So, Onondaga, tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself, man. You're, you're a freshman, new on campus. How does it feel? I know we, we got a little talking before, uh, before we started recording, but how is it adjusting to living on campus and, and basically moving away from family? How, how, how is that going right now? First thing I should say is that I'm blessed, right? Uh, mm-hmm. That's the first thing, just to be in a position where other people don't have the opportunity to just live on a college campus. It's a, it's a privilege. Okay. Uh, but of course, I'm, I'm lonely. <laughs> you know, being the first time away from home, it's kind of a culture shock, even though I'm, I don't live that far from home. But, you know, you don't have the, the, the comfort, which is beautiful, because it helps you grow as a person and it helps you establish who you're going to be in your future. So, more so, this is practice for what I'm going to do next. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's interesting having this conversation because I was in this. So I, at the moment, I'm a senior in my last semester. And for me, as you're adjusting to being here and living on your own, I'm adjusting to not, not, really, not particularly living on my own, but living off of campus and leaving. And, you know, it's, it's two different sides of the spectrum. Yeah. And I, I totally feel how you're feeling in, in, the, in the sense of loneliness and wondering like how or if you're going to fit in uh, on campus because yeah you are even even if your family lives uh, 10 minutes down the block like you're, you're here <laughs> exactly. you're here you, you're making your own life and you're yeah. making your own reputation and, you're, and paving your own way and it's a very daunting task and idea to handle and um, you know like, like I mentioned the, the main thing that helped me adjust just getting a little more comfortable on campus is just putting yourself out there, man. Joining, joining clubs, meeting new people, and trying to be as outgoing as possible. Because a lot of a lot of people, including myself, had this fear and anxiety of breaking the ice. And even when you do, uh, like freshman year, when you do get your circles and your social networks, or you got your your close friends, your handful of people that you hang out with. A lot of people tend to get comfortable with them, and then they just stick with that click. Yeah. And it's just like, and you know, it's 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 gonna sound crazy, but you almost see a level of segregation in the cafeteria. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's yeah. the same tables, the same people every single damn day, and not a single thing changes. But then there's my question. So well, what do you do, right? So you know, you're saying, do I go talk to you? But I already, I already feel the energy. Like you know, I know that sounds weird, but mm-hmm. I already feel what I can and cannot do. You already feel a level <laughs> of isolation. It's like there's, like, okay, like, so like there's already some type of hierarchy. And exactly. Shit. So yeah. I'm gonna go sit at this table and eat my food and leave. But like, of course, I still want to go talk to you because I'm a person. At the end of the day, yeah. I'm, I don't, I don't come here with ego. I come here with opportunity. Like you know, that's my mindset. Yeah. And it's. But it's, it's beautiful because you have that anywhere you go. You have a, there, there's always a, some weird hierarchy and that's okay, but I think it, it defeats the purpose of if you're a new person and 
you're coming here alone, like, you know, and you don't have your team with you. So it was just like, okay, how do I make my team when everyone already has their squad? Like, <laughs> how do I hop on your roster? Like, what do I yeah. do? And I, I guess that's what I'm figuring right now, but I'm not, that's not really where my head's at because I don't really care, although it would be beautiful to have someone to talk to, but at the end of the day, I'm still here to focus. Yeah. That, that's the that's the whole reason of being here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's like, you know, and that is just physical proof of everyone else being comfortable in their zones. Exactly. And also a reflection of their inability to step out of their comfort zones. And, you know, I, I've done this a handful of times. I've not done this on many occasions, but I, I've actually gone out of my way to sit at a table You're full brave. of new people. Okay. I know, I know that's a bold move. It's a, and I know for the people who are listening, they're like, what the fuck is that's wrong with this guy? <laughs> the balls on that, that's man. Brave. Because, again, I, I, for those of you who do not personally know me, uh, I, I consider myself somewhat introverted, at least in the very uh, start, uh, beginning years of my college life. And, you know, taking that step to introduce yourself to someone new, let alone sit at a fucking table of absolute strangers and be like, what's good? <laughs> it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to do. But, you know, I, I've, I've felt like through the variety of experiences and interactions I've had in those situations. That's actually how I expanded my network socially. And I also, that's also how I've come across some really dope ass people. And you know, it, it, it sucks that there are so few who are willing to take that step and sit at a new table or meet a new person. Uh, and as I've said before, it's a very, it's somewhat terrifying idea and thing yeah. to do because and, again, and that fear, again, comes down to the fear of rejection. It's yes. like you're putting yourself in a, in a somewhat vulnerable situation. You're opening yourself up to a person who you have no information or knowledge about, and you have no, no clue as to how they're going to react. And because everyone has this, you know, this common um, belief and, and desire to be respected and uh, be appreciated and be accepted by others when you're rejected by someone or brushed off as insignificant it hurts it means you to it, yeah it, it really does and you know I, I haven't really had a, a situation where I was like I went up to a table and people were like fuck off kind of thing because that's that's a very extreme scenario yeah. um i've had situations where i like I'll, I'll sit down or i'll meet a new or not even sit down at a table i'll meet a new person i'll be like hey how's it going and like i'll i'll, I'll prod them i'll try to i'll try to learn a little more about them and, and try to try to get them uh, try to get them know them on a better level and they're just kind of like you you can tell when someone's uninterested yeah. in the conversation they're fucking tapping on their phones and shit looking sideways looking around for other people and stuff and it's like you know that is what i call the silent dismissal it's not that outright look we don't want to hang out with you or leave, leave me alone kind of thing but it's just that it's it's that person's subtle way of saying i don't want to fuck with you and that shit that shit hurts just as much as a person saying, get the fuck out of my face. Honestly, I think it hurts even more because it's just like, it, it takes a, a very a courageous person to tell you, hey, I would not like to talk to you right now. And that's very straightforward because you already know where they stand. And that I can respect. Exactly. I would much rather respect a person saying, hey, listen, now's not like a really good time or I'm not that interested. But now you have uh, to play the guessing game. Now you got to play the guessing game. What are you thinking? 
and it's like, oh, are they not interested in me? Like, you're not trying to date the person. You just want to get to know you. Like, I go to yeah. the same school as you, man. Yeah, Which, yeah. I, I get that not everyone has that same familiarity. Like, not everyone is. <laughs> that, I, at least I grew up in an environment where you, you talk to people walking down the street. And so now I go, well, really, I think it's just like a Bay Area thing. I don't know why, but yeah. especially just being on college campuses, I learned, like, I'm, I'm used to saying, hey, what's up with you? And or just like saying, hey, like I, we make eye contact. Not everyone's like that. And so I'm like, I'm the weirdo now, yeah. just because I'm trying to have human interaction. So, but so then, you know, how do you get out of your comfort zone I, without getting out of your comfort zone? I think that's the real question because who's really gonna be like, dang, today I'm gonna be brave. Like today's the day I'm gonna go and yeah. not everyone is as strong as you, but everyone wants to find the easier way of, okay, how do I just, magically get in touch with everyone yeah and so you know just to touch on your point there for a second it just it i appreciate this idea that you have of me for 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 being strong enough to <laughs> approach a new person or, or to do do some of the things that i was saying and it's like you know this the, this level of confidence because it is confident you have to have a certain level of confidence i i think there's a there's a big difference between being confident and being arrogant Yes. It's a difference between walking up to a person and trying to introduce yourself with a genuine f uh, or with a with a with a level of authenticity in the sense that you're just trying to get to know the person instead of trying to approach them already under the mentality of I'm better than you. Yeah. You need to know my name kind of thing because there are some people like that. And you know, that's not, that's just not my vibe. That's just, that's not how I roll. And so even though what I do or how I interact with other people is seen as a level of strength, that, that strength didn't come to me overnight, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you it's this in my, I mean, it's a practice. And I mean, I just started practicing. I'd say I, maybe to, uh, uh, towards the start of my junior year, like I, and I had barely, I had barely attempted to do that. Like for me, like now, as of right now, like I'll do that shit like maybe every other day. I meet a new person or I put myself out there every other day, maybe on a daily basis. But that's that's still a lot. That's still a lot for me. Like for for me, junior year, for me starting and practicing with that was like, I'll go to this party that happens every other week. <laughs> And then I'll, and then I'd be kind of like wallflowered up. I say hi to a couple people, maybe play, maybe play on the pool table, and then uh, uh, meet someone new by accident because of that, and then be like, okay, my uh, my social my my social I'm done I'm done for today socially I'm good. And it's like and then you know just a little step further like you know I'm gonna like you know for me I was very self conscious about dancing. Like you know how so so for just for y'all for the listeners we have a thing called tavern night uh, which is this party that happens every other week and you know they play music they got food and drinks out and everybody everybody's turning up and it's it's a good time but I was always very self conscious about getting out there and dancing whether it's with my friends or with or, or by myself because uh, to be honest part of me still worries and clings on to the opinions of other people so it's like if someone's laughing at me while I'm dancing I take that a little personal and shit and so you know now I just don't really fucking care but that that mentality of not giving a fuck as I said it didn't it didn't just hit me it was like it, it you just take you just take small but consistent steps of um 
being a little more, trusting yourself a little more. Because that's that's really what confidence is. It's about trusting yourself and trusting your judgment. And you know, a lot, a lot of times we're not always going to make the right decisions or we're not always going to get the exact outcome that we anticipated. Uh, but it's through the it's through that experience that you have, whether it goes how you uh, how you expected it to go or how it, how if it goes in complete opposite direction, it's how you respond to that and what you take away from it that either builds or diminishes your confidence. Because the truth is, is that it, it, yeah, words hurt. People say people say some crazy things or look at you sideways and it'll make you feel indifferent about yourself. But at the end of the day, the only person who can truly take away your confidence and self-worth or build it is you. And so even though I have the strength to, to, to put myself out there and to, and to be a little more social or in, a, in ultimately a sense, not care what other people think and do my own thing, it's a daily practice. Yeah. It's a daily practice and I'm not even, I, I know I could do a lot more. I know I could. I know I could be a little more outgoing. I know I could say what's up to an extra person, or I know if if I say hi to this person and they're just kind of dismissive, not to get so caught up in it. And you know, the, building that maturity and building that confidence takes time, man. And like you know, like I said, like I'm telling you all this on my way out, <laughs> and and you you're you're on your way in. You're just starting. And so that's why I appreciate having homies like you and getting to sit down and talk like this because I, I hope that some of the words and the advice that I, I'm talking about can spread along and hopefully help you and other people who are listening to this get a little more guidance, a little more clarity, and also understand that you, you're not the only one who's going through it. That was, my, that was my biggest problem is that I always felt alone in the sense that my struggles were my struggles and no one else's. Like everyone else had it better. Even if they really didn't. Yeah. And you know, people gotta and I, I still am trying to detach from that mentality to this day. But you have to recognize that everybody's got their own challenges and imperfections. And even on the surface, if they're making it look like everything's all all dandy or they're on top of the world. Nine times out of ten, they aren't. But that's almost impossible because you're living your life, right? Like, you you see your imperfections. You see your challenges. Who, uh, excuse my language, but who the fuck cares about what so-and-so's going through? You think you're going through the most shit because you're going through it. You can't even fathom what other people are going through because... That, that, that's not you. <laughs> you're yeah, like, you're like you're like God's just picking on me today and tomorrow and, and this week. Not, just like and some people they're not even uh, I want to say capable, but they haven't learned uh, empathy. You know, and, and empathy like that's that. That's crazy. Really, a lot really, of people lack empathy. And but that would make you so much more stronger if you do have empathy. Uh, I've learned that I do have empathy, but being in an environment where I don't feel noticed as much, mm -hmm. which is like, it, it sounds so shallow, but I like, I'm really sensitive. So like that, that's just like, it hits me, but if yeah. someone doesn't have empathy, I'm like, oh, that kind of hurts. Cause I would definitely do the same for you if I knew this environment. Like exactly. I would definitely bring you in and Ex show you the ropes. Yeah. And you know, the shitty thing is, is that sometimes you can give all your love, all your respect and all your effort to a person who is never going to reciprocate it to you. Which is okay though. Which is extremely okay because you're doing it because you're a person. You're doing it because this is you as a person, mm -hmm. regardless of 
what's gonna happen after you you don't have that control but the beauty of it is that you did what you knew you had to do yeah and we wish that people were like that yeah 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 man and they're not so my thing is how okay how do you get to that step or do people even want to get to that step or do you even care about others because you already have your click but realizing that there's going to be a day when you don't have your click so you guys will learn how to care for other people so you're not in this segregated weird mentality uh in psychology it was really funny they said it's, it's a there's a fixed mindset and then there's a growth mindset mm-hmm. a fixed mindset you know you're just going to stick to what you know you're not going to look at the boundaries tunnel vision straight forward mm-hmm. growth mindset oh like oh that's a flower like oh snap i might just want to go pick it up or there's some other opportunity there mm-hmm. and which really just help people so much more because you're evolving you don't want to stay stagnant. Like, that yeah. hinders you so much as a person. Yeah. Regardless if you notice it or not, because a lot of times when you have tunnel vision and you're comfortable, you don't realize you're comfortable until like times and times again after. Like you don't yeah. notice right away, oh, I'm in a cycle. You have to be in the cycle continuously to notice <laughs> you're in it, which is okay. So like now, like I'm, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm lonely. I hate people. It's like, I get it. Like I would probably be the same way if I was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little more nice though, but mm-hmm. now I now it's up to me to change that. But like I want to make this my environment where people don't have to feel like how I feel. Yeah, yeah, and you know, man, you really hit you really hit it right on the nail there. <laughs> uh, just the idea of the fixed and growth and growth mindset, and a lot of people get the fixed mindset, and they and they and they love the fixed mindset it's not even just that they have it they love it with a passion and they feel as if this is this is it this is this is my life this is how it's gonna be for for all my days or for most of my days and that's okay yeah and it's not it's really not because not only is a person who's who has a fixed mindset cutting themselves off and limiting themselves from so many other opportunities and experiences and people that could be lying ahead or right in front of their faces they're also really hindering their ability to seek to reach their own full potential yeah. because you don't know whether or not uh, an opportunity or an experience that you might be uncomfortable with or you're uncomfortable with trying or giving a shot at first it will truly help you until you take it on exactly and the other thing i want to i want to tell people is that for for me you and everyone else we wouldn't have a comfort zone unless we tried the very things that we're comfortable with to the, today yeah. and, and when, when you recognize that man and and act upon it like you got you it's not just that you recognize okay this i'm comfortable with a b and c and that's it. That's you're still in a fixed mindset. It's like I'm comfortable Everything. with A, B, and C, but there's D right around the corner, or even the in between. What are you doing? It's really your habits, uh, I think. So because mm-hmm. people could think like, okay, I'm gonna stop doing this, but your your mindset, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a addiction, really, because. Just because you stop doing your addiction, you probably will find another. And that goes to say like how you're gonna act. Just because you're nice to this person does not mean you're a good person. <laughs> oh my god. I am so thankful you say that. Because there's some people I've encountered both on and off this campus that think because they're nice to their clique 
or the group of people that they're somewhat cool with that they're a good person no, that they're the best person in the world they're super nice i don't understand why no one else likes me i don't understand why everybody else got a problem with me i'm the coolest motherfucker on this planet and it's like dude you're a dick to everyone else that didn't know you back then and it's just like Man, I, I'm genuinely glad you say that. Well, because go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, but then that's another question. Who cares? You know, what really matters? Does it matter to be cool to your clique, or does it matter to be respected around everyone? Like, what matters to people? Some people don't care about the genuine respect. Uh, I think that's kind of scary. Uh, you might make like. Not so you won't make it far at all because to each their own, but I, I think it would be easier if you wanted everyone's regard in a positive manner. And you don't just want to be like, oh, this guy dicks me, but get to know him. No one wants to get to know a dick. Like it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Like, yeah. You know, regardless of what people say, first impressions are a lot. You know, how you come off on a surface level, people will judge that. And they're gonna yeah. take that a lot farther in their heads. You know, just like how being in a lonely mindset, you, you think that this is so much more than it really is because you're in your head, of course. So you have to make the best of it in any situation and it makes it easier when other people are on board with that. Yeah, yeah, man. But then again, is it really that big of a deal? Like, I always think I'm like, maybe I should just get over it. Like, maybe it's like, go. Why do I have this amount of time to be worried about being accepted when I'm not, like, I'm not here for that? I, I am, but you're really here for your degree, you know? No one's, there, there's exactly. no route to take to be accepted or whatnot. Like, this isn't high school. High school is a lie. In high school, I was accepted by, maybe that's why, because I was accepted by everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, even if people didn't like me, you still knew who I was. So now I'm mm -hmm. in an environment where no one knows who I am. And it's just like weird not having that click. You're, yeah, you're, not, yeah. you're not the cool guy anymore, buddy. And <laughs> I, I love it because I'm like, that's dope. But I don't care about that. I just care about saying hi to people because I go to school. With yeah, you. I want to yeah. be like, I go here. You go here. I don't know you. It's a small ass school. I should know you. I know. That's the weirdest <laughs> thing is I've been on this tiny. This is a tiny ass campus. And for for the record, like for people who don't know this campus, there have been high schools around the block that are bigger than this campus. <laughs> Really All right, there's high schools bigger than us. This is a small ass campus, and there's still people who, who throughout all my four years, I, I like, I, I might have seen them or I might have known they existed, but I never met them. And it's so fucking weird because he, and I, you know, God, I could not imagine how it is on a big ass campus like Berkeley, yeah. or UCLA, because there are thousands of students. Yeah. You're seeing thousands of new faces every day, and it's just constant transition. And, um, you know, going back to your point of, like, why, why bother, though, or why do I even care, that's a, that's... It's natural. It's natural, You're it's human. natural, and it's a, it's about finding a balance, you know? It's about finding a balance and not giving a shit, but giving enough to, to you know, make the effort, yeah. to, to make the effort to, uh, to, to create and maintain uh, new relationships, new friendships, and... Can I interrupt you? Go ahead. You said one thing uh, before we started earlier today. You said uh, there's this quote you mentioned. What was it that you might know someone for three years, but someone you met in three weeks? Might yeah, be yeah, yeah. There was a. Uh, I, I had seen it flying around Instagram, and uh, it 
I don't remember who exactly said it, but the way it went is that a person that you met within the last three weeks could have a bigger impact on your life than a person you've known in the last three years. And that's deep. Because that's really a lot of college, though. Because you're meeting all these people in an extremely short amount of time. Four years is really not that long, especially if you're on a big or small campus. You're really seeing new yeah. people. Yeah, I used to think it was long. I think uh, <laughs> me, along with a lot of my friends, thought Who like <laughs> because because man, when I when I first got here. I had seniors and I have my I have friends who are upperclassmen telling me like you know enjoy the time while you got it man because it goes by quick and I'm like I just got here it's four years how 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 fast can four years go by and just like that it that's how it feels now obviously four years is a is a decent period of time but when you're moving around a lot and you're given the workload that you're given uh, in college uh, and you're you're constantly on the move and you're and you're constantly trying to balance your your work life on campus uh, with your actual work life because you know getting a job on or off campus and stuff and so now you're balancing your work you're balancing your school you're you're trying to you're trying to juggle that with hanging out with your friends in between time and because people get so used to juggling those three things they get comfortable to it in the sense that they don't they they start looking at, at it as to like why try to do anything new or why try to meet anyone you're new because you because I'm so busy juggling I've, I've got too much on my plate I got this I got that I can't do it and that's that's how my mentality was sophomore year I, I that's I really became a hermit in that sense where I was just like and I knew it was bad for me I, and I didn't know it until I, I want to say like the tail end of my sophomore year that's why I went junior year I I tried to do a little more with myself and and, and not get so caught up in uh, in in habits. Not even not even the, that they were unhealthy habits, but I got so religious uh, religiously um, stuck to how I acted as a person and just like you know I kept my head in the books, went to work, went straight back to my room. It was like you you only saw me in my room or in the library. That was it. And like maybe, maybe if my friends were lucky enough to drag my ass out, <laughs> maybe you'd see me in the student union. But I, I just, I just go right back to, I'd go right back to my comfort zone. My room was my comfort zone. My, my job was my comfort zone. And so, people, um, you know, like I, uh, like I said, they get so used to juggling those three things: schoolwork and uh, and their current friendships, or you know, whatever, whoever the fuck they're trying to entertain at the moment, and. They, it's easy to fall into this pattern and this idea of I don't have time for this. I don't have time to do something new. I don't have time to talk to that person. You just said something so crazy, uh, not crazy, but food for thought. You said whoever the fuck you're trying to entertain at the moment. You know, what really matters, you know, because that, that, that's why we get caught juggling because we forget what really matters, you know. Mm -hmm. Yes, school matters and yes, these friends matter, of course, but you matter at the, end of the, at the first day, not the end of the day. The, the, the whole time, you should realize that the only person that matters is you. And that, that might sound selfish, but that's so true because who else is going to look after you? Yeah. You know? yeah. When, when these people aren't around, when these books aren't around, when whatever's not around, you are still here. Humans were created before books and will be here after. But yeah. not, not, not to neglect anything, but you should always have your personal self correct first or else you're not going to be mentally stable or healthy exactly and that's that's something that i've i've struggled with a lot i still i still struggle with it yeah. uh and 
I'm in a better place emotionally and mentally now because I at least grasp that concept uh, or that idea that you know it's it's. Can you, can you repeat? Can you repeat what you just said for a second? Uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to build off of it. I had, I had a good personal self is key, basically. Uh, yeah. If you're not mentally stable and healthy, then what's the point? You know, you got you get you got this degree, but. How are you? <laughs> That's okay. So that that was my thing. Is you mentioned that you were the only person that will take care exactly. of you at the end of the day. Maybe mom pop. Maybe mom pops still do it because you know family's family. But at the end of the day, after you get off this campus, after the light, after the lights turn off, and all that fanfare dies down, you were the only person who's gonna have your own back. And I, I, I struggle. A part a part of why I struggle so much with being a little more social and just being happy in general is because I put a lot of worth, I put a lot of my self-worth and value into the opinions of others. Like if I didn't have, I, and I didn't have this realization until uh, last summer. And you know, I, I didn't feel happy unless I was making other people feel happy. And I still I still am a genuine person in that sense of, I enjoy helping other people and I help, I love seeing other people build up and, and reach their full potential and live their best lives. Like that's, that's what gets me going. Um, but I'd sacrifice, and it, there's some cases where I would sacrifice so much of myself for that other person's benefit or for their validation of me that I didn't feel value, I didn't value myself. I always put myself last. And you know, you had mentioned like, you know, loving yourself, it, it, it may sound selfish. It, it, it's not selfish as long as you are tr constantly trying to redefine, build, and sustain your own sense of knowledge of self. I call it knowledge itself. It's like knowing who you are, what you're passionate about, what you enjoy doing, why you do it. Yes. And, and also, on the other side, understanding the bad habits that you have, your flaws, your imperfections, what makes you tick. Do you really have control over your emotions? Like those, those are the things that you have to genuinely, uh, that you gotta genuinely reflect on. And if you know you could have all the friends in the world you have all the money in the world you could have anything none of that Defines will matter one one it doesn't define you it may define you to others but it don't define you you define you. you you define you and so i'm glad that you brought up that topic of like you got to take care of yourself and you got to know who you are uh, because otherwise you just you end up in that fixed mind state and you end up in these constant cycles without even knowing it. And you also, like for me, I, I was constantly, I didn't have this realization, I didn't, uh, I didn't have this realization that like my happiness and self-worth uh, came from everyone else except me uh, until recently. And once I, once I finally had that, I kind of snapped. I had this kind of enlightening moment where I was like, Shit! What do I? What can I do that makes me happier? Makes me feel valuable? Because it's like I gotta stop thinking that my happiness is with this person, or that my my confidence comes from what this person tells. And it's hard, yeah, man. A, it's fucking. It's it is hard. <laughs> it, it, all this shit that we're talking about, man, is something that you have to 
fight to fight to not only gain but maintain on a daily basis it's not like it's 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 not like even if even if you seem or feel like you're at your highest point in your life or you've gotten or you've gotten a lot resolved or you accomplished a lot you still gotta work from there man it like life don't just stop after you feel like after you feel like you've gotten certain things under control or you've achieved what you say you want to achieve because then again uh, uh, going back to my first point that's that's how people fall in their comfort zones and you know you, you as i said as i said it's like uh, constantly defining and redesigning who you are and who you want to be and, and working on it uh, and making that daily effort to maintain that sense of self-worth is something that will go on or should go on in your head until you're until you're six feet under man and there's a lot of people who are uncomfortable looking in most the mirror people. most right. most people are uncomfortable with looking at their flaws or their insecurities or their traumas or what is negatively affecting their perception of themselves and that leads to them feeling insecure and that insecurity is displayed in a variety of ways maybe um, a person who uh, maybe a person's known all around campus they're 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 miss or mr popular but no one really knows that he actually he or she actually feels the loneliest and they feel this constant desire to be surrounded by people in order to feel valuable maybe that in those insecurities are reflected in oh this guy gets drunk off his ass every time of the weekend and says it's for fun but then you see him fucking uh moaning and groaning or falling apart in a corner uh or behind closed doors like yeah he's he's a party animal and he gets drunk but behind closed doors he's miserable and he's shit and the and the and the alcohol is the only is is his to him it's his only way of suppressing the traumas and negativity that he's facing in his life instead of actually addressing it Maybe that insecurity is a, a person who's a playboy or a girl who just gets with everybody. Like they're hooking up with people left, right, and not, and left, right, and center. And they are hooking up with people or they're dating people 24 7 to constantly fill a void and emptiness of love and happiness that they can't even provide for themselves. And because that void is so large and can only be filled by that person, they're always on the hunt for someone else because the truth is is that no one else can provide them that uh, can can fill that void except for except for you or except for that person. And then and, but but then they the for all three of those examples that I've given they don't see that as their problem. Or they don't they don't see that as something that's wrong within them. And when you start pointing out those flaws or you or you uh, or a true friend is like, hey, maybe you should think about doing things differently or I really don't think this is healthy for you. They start seeing seeing it as an attack on them because they're fine with this. This is how they've been living. This is this is what they're cool with. But that, it goes even deeper than that because it goes to what we talked about earlier, the click mentality, the fixed mindset that People don't just like become cool with things they learn. You know, habits are learned, not taught. Exactly. So either they saw this in someone else, this is a family thing, or this is a familiar thing that people do. 
that you're the cool guy and you act with this because you think this is what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Or even further, like not not even to mention the top dogs, but even the quote unquote normal people. Most insecure people of them all because you're wanting to fit in <laughs> into this category. Yeah. Yeah. And your insecurities, you're gonna keep those insecurities because everyone else has that insecurity. Yeah. Once you actually uh, sometimes once you get to know yourself or once you spend that alone time, you're the weirdo. My goal is to really be the the, the cognizant weirdo, the comfortable weirdo. Yeah. Where yeah. I can like I don't wanna be with the group. That's scary because yeah. we're on the same boat. Someone <laughs> has to be looking out, someone has to be that friend to say, Hey, you have to slow down. Yeah, you, hey, you gotta get it together. And then you're the fucked up friend once you say, hey, stop, because you're attacking them, as you said. Yeah. But then how? Well, how? You know? How, how, how do you not attack, but how do you confront problems? I believe that's the one of the most questioned things ever in this day and age. Of oh, confronting yeah. Confronting trauma, confronting uncomfortability, and pushing through things and not being stuck in a cycle. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd say, you know, my answer for that is, first of all, you have to be able to be aware of your own shortcomings. I think there is an answer. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, Well, yeah, you're right. There is a, as a disclaimer, this is not the perfect answer. So if what I'm about to tell you don't work out for you. Don't fucking come crying to me about this was supposed to work. I was supposed to be better about this. Get the fuck out of here. This is my life and my experience, and this is how I. This is how to, to answer to answer your question. This is how I I've dealt with inner reflection and facing the darkest parts of your of your soul and your in your in your life that everyone, including myself, has made an attempt to run away from. First thing is, is that you gotta, whatever the situation may be, whether it's you had some trauma from your childhood, or you're you're having relationship problems, or you're 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 constantly angry all the time. I, I, that was a problem with me. I, I was I, there was a point where I was always angry. I was angry at everyone else and every single thing. And it's like the first step is to be aware of the monotonous traits that are going on within your life. That are bad. I think you gotta figure. I think you gotta figure out all the monotonous traits first, good and bad, and then you gotta then you gotta sort them out. Yeah. Uh, and then once you start, once you identify those bad habits, you need to start digging deeper. What is the cause of those bad habits? What started those habits? And why do I continue to pursue them? And those are questions that not everyone is comfortable with. And some people are purposely avoiding those questions because in the, you know, the common, the common uh, phrase is ignorance is bliss. If I don't give it attention or I don't address it, it don't matter. It don't exist, really. And, you know, the first step in battling your inner demons and, and getting, a, getting a stronger sense of self-worth is... Being aware of, uh, of your imperfections and your flaws and identifying them. If you can identify them and you're aware of them, that's the first step. You might be aware, and now you might be aware of them or you might identify them and still do them the next day. It's, I don't want to say that that's okay. It's okay to an extent that as long as each day you're working 
to, to, to fight that, to, to, not, to not be so negative or fight those bad habits so that you do them less and less. And then, uh, you know, my, my third point would be you have, to, you have to take daily action against it. If you're, so, you know, for, for me, my, my inner demon was that, as I said, I feel worthless if I don't have validation or love from someone else. Like I, and so the ultimate, so what, what is my imperfection then? I can't love myself. Okay, so now I've identified the problem. What can I do to make me love me more? And then you gotta think about those things. What, 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 for me it was like, well, what do I enjoy doing? What makes me feel valuable? That's well, crazy to even think about. And, yeah. And, and again, it's difficult. Like my head's hurt just trying to properly articulate and phrase this in a, in a, in a manner that is understood. And again, these are, these are it's a difficult thing to do self-reflection. And not only do self-reflection, but take action upon it. Because people will look at themselves and hate it or be very scared of what they see right in front of them and then walk away from it and not and not address it and let those demons or let those they'll, they'll put their emotions bottled up and on a shelf until those bottles overflow and get to a breaking point and that breaking point could mean it, it could it, it could mean or could be shown in a variety of ways it, it the person could be having emotional breakdowns every other day. They could be extremely hot-headed and short-tempered because they're so uneasy with themselves. How the fuck are they going to be easy with someone uh, someone else? Yeah, it's kind of delusional. And so, yeah, and, you know, as I said, I don't have a perfect answer for, inner, for, for no looking one. at yourself. And no one, I don't think anyone ever will. If they say that you're lying straight to your face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, as I mentioned, like this ain't a this ain't a perfect answer, but it's my answer because it, I'm speaking from experience and I'm speaking from what's helped me. And you know, everybody's got their own life and their own path. So maybe what I'm saying and what I'm doing don't help the next person. That's okay. You just have to you just have to constantly make the effort to figure out what does help you. Exactly. Because people will take my advice, or people will take someone else's advice, or they'll they'll take the risk, they'll for, take the chance. Pain. Uh, and then that 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 plan or that opportunity doesn't work out for them. And it's like, well, I tried. Yeah, you tried. Keep trying. Keep trying. Just because you tried one thing or two things or ten things, and any and they all failed for various reasons whatsoever, that does not mean that you stop. And in this in in the aspect of improving yourself and and and. In improving your, your, your clarity of, of who you are as a human being and, and regaining and maintaining that sense of self-worth and value and love, you, that is something, you owe it to yourself to find a solution. You owe it to yourself to figure out what you believe your purpose is and what makes you happy. Because no one else is going to do that for you. And, and going back to what you said earlier, uh, you, you had mentioned how like a lot of people are busy trying to fit in and being normal. And there was, there was a point in my life, I think there's a point in everybody's life where they're constantly trying to fit in. Because again, we're very social species. Everybody relies on interdependence in a sense. But now I'm in a space where I'm like, dude, fuck normal. 
Like, fuck, fuck having a clique. Like, yeah, I got cl- friends that are closer with me than others, but fuck having, fuck having a clique. Fuck, fuck being normal. Fuck fitting in and going with the flow. I, and this, this ain't an inspirational quote or some shit. This is just, <laughs> this is just some shit that I learned throughout my, my life. There are so many people trying to fit in. There's, there's so many people caught up in trying to fit in and not enough people we're trying to stand out. Or just be the you. Be you. Like who are be you? Be unique. <laughs> and 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 be in accepting that. Yes. Because people will try to be themselves and then they'll get ridiculed or it, it won't be taken a certain way that they want it wrong. That's the thing. Yeah. And then they they shut down yeah. because it's like I tried being myself, but I wasn't accepted. So yes. now I have to go back to being normal. And it's like Man, fuck exception. Like it's not it's nice to an extent, but it's like you again, you you're the only person who's going to have your back at the end of the day. They, it's it's you, your family and God. Those are the only three constants that are going to support and sustain you in your life. And the only one that you truly have control over, the only one factor of those three things that I just stated that you have control over is you is your perception of you, is what you think of yourself, is how you carry yourself every single day. And so like I said, a lot of people are too focused on fitting in or getting in the clicks and sticking to the norms and being on a fixed mindset just so that they can be comfortable and feel happy about themselves, but they truly aren't. And if everyone took a little more effort to be themselves, and, 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 to, and to actually attack and go after the things that they say they want or the things that they know they want because sometimes maybe you don't, maybe people don't say what they want because they're that quiet and, and um, what's the word I'm, I'm looking about, uh, I'm trying to work, use. They're very quiet and intimidated in, in sharing who they want to be and who they, who they truly feel like they are inside. And if everyone worked a little more to, to be themselves and be the person that they, they, that they want to see in themselves, I feel like everybody would be a whole lot happier. And, and you know, unfortunately, a majority of society, and just with the people that I've met on this campus, again, aren't comfortable with being their unique selves. And that's why the few people that are unique or they stand out above the crowd because you recognize them. Uh, the, the people who do stick, stand out above everyone else doesn't give a, doesn't really give a fuck what other people think about them uh, and is happy and they have a better a brighter idea of who they are and who they want to be those are the people who again they they address their they address their imperfections and their flaws and you know you don't get you don't get that uniqueness you don't get to be you until you take that first step of self-improvement and a lot of people as i said are afraid of taking that first step and they say this and they just get comfortable with that this is my life these are my friends this is what i do the, 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 the common i'm not gonna say excuse but coping mechanisms really is that this is just who i am this is just what it is exactly the, you know the, the the settling and being being content is scary I feel like mm-hmm. if you're content in life, what's the point then? Because there's so much more in you. You always have more yeah. until you say you don't have more. 
that, yeah. that's the most scariest thing. Yeah. And, you know, as I said, so many people are busy trying to fit in. The There's so few people trying to stand out, and no one is going to stand out until they address who they are with themselves. And they, and they actually start saying, okay, I don't like this about me, or I know that this isn't me. What can I do to change that? And, and then actually, you know, not just saying, what can I do to change that, but actually take those steps and, and take that take that leap of faith into being, into seeing and living within your full potential without any fear whatsoever. And, and you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll retract that statement. Not, not with any fear whatsoever. You might be terrified to take that leap of but faith. But fear no man. Fear no, yeah, fear no man. You might be terrified to take that extra step, take that risk, take that leap of faith, but it is much better than just standing on that edge yeah. and, and, and wondering what's on the other side when you take that step. Because you'll be stuck on that edge for the rest <laughs> of your life. And, 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 you know, there's some people who don't have that realization until they're in their, in their later stages of life and they're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm miserable. I'm stuck at this dead end job. I'm stuck around the same negative people that I, I can't seem to get away from. And it's like you can. All that power is within you. You just have to. You have to. Uh, you have to address yourself. You have to really take a deep look into yourself and what's going on in your life, good and bad, and try to figure out what what you can and what you will change with it. But as I said, the uh, that uniqueness is not accomplished without addressing your insecurities and because most people are incapable of addressing their insecurities they get they're just not there well it's not not that not that incapable but that they're they're too afraid to address their insecurities i'll, I'll put it that way or suddenly yeah they don't they don't reach their full potential and they don't stand out above the crowd because they uh they don't they don't they don't really take a deeper look into themselves and who they are, who they yes. want to be. And because they don't take that first, that's the first step exactly. to being unique, to being happy, to being, to having self-worth and confidence. And that first, if that first step's never taken, they're actually taking a step back because they fall into that idea of, as you said, this is who I am. This is how life goes. This is just, this is, this is, this is the norm. Yeah. This is the norm. That's what everybody says. This is the norm. This is just how things go. And, so many people are are stuck in that in that in that mentality they're stuck in that place they're too afraid to take that first step to look at themselves and actually and actually work and fight to be the person that they want to be that they're just stuck here and they and they never some some people never move from that place and and they 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 stay in that place so long that they're okay with it and they sit in the really demented, uh, the really demented stage of that is that they stay in that negative or unrealistic fantasy style of their life that they know they're not happy with or they know is not for them to the point where they believe it is them. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're, they're, they're stuck in, uh, they're stuck because they don't, delusional. yeah, they're delusional and they're like, this is who I'm supposed to be. No, motherfucker, that's not who you're supposed to be. That's not, this isn't how things are if supposed to end to, for you. If you want to, and everyone has a right to their own mind and comprehension, but do you really want to be like everyone else? Some people do, and 
because they're, as you said, maybe not comfortable with being, who are you? Like, who are you going to be? Just, just you. Mm-hmm. You know, that there is no set path for that. There, but you can follow other people to a bigger group to make you feel comfortable. Or maybe you don't even think about that. Maybe you don't know. You know, as you said, ignorance is bliss. And it's okay to be ignorant. Like, people, we're all ignorant on some degree, some mm-hmm. level. Yeah, but the goal is to yeah. reach past that. That's the whole goal. The, that's the goal, and like you know, when I'm when I'm talking to you about this, like I know I ain't Socrates. I, I'm <laughs> no. I'm ignorant in many spaces exactly. in my life. I've been ignorant. It's just the difference between me and the next person is that I I be I, I took the I took the effort to to overcome that ignorance or certain levels of ignorance that I had in my own life and and stepping out of the. Uh, the comfort zones and spaces that I created for myself, the ones that are healthy and the ones that were unhealthy. Uh, and so, you know, like, yeah, like, like you said, man, ignorance is bliss. A lot of people just get content with this idea that I may never reach my full potential or reach my dreams and that's okay. It's not okay. You need to, you need to go after who you are and what you want every single damn day. But there's a lot of people who just get okay with not, uh, not doing that. And, and like you said, they just follow with the rest of the crowd. And I hate to see that. It's just, unfortunately, it's just a reality of life. And, but, you know, I hope, I really, really do hope that this reaches someone and that by listening to this, that maybe they take that extra step. And maybe, like, you know, you take that extra step and you're like, I'm going to, you know, today... I, I, I'm gonna. I, I like painting. I'm gonna paint, and, and and I'm gonna keep painting. And then, you know, uh, next thing you know, you're the next Van Gogh. Or you're the next world world renowned artist, and it's like you're happy because it's like it all started with that first day you, you told yourself you were gonna paint, and then you actually painted. Because a lot of people tell themselves, "I'm gonna take this first step," or "I'm gonna I'm going to do this," or "I'm going to I'm going to go after what I want." And then don't actually take take action. They don't have the initiative, and so a lot of people get a lot of get a lot of people. And I, I catch myself doing this sometimes too. A lot of people get caught up in talking about what they want to do more so than actually investing the time and energy in actually doing it. Yeah. Because again, I feel like part of that goes back to that whole click mentality and that level of exception. Because it's like you're sharing. It makes a person feel like they know who they are or what they want to do because they're expressing it or they're talking about it's it. It's positive reinforcement. It's positive <laughs> reinforcement, exactly. Which is beautiful. It, it, which is beautiful, but it can, it, can, it can become a barrier at a certain point. Like where all the person does is talk about, I'm going to do this, that, and the other. Yeah. And then they never do it. And a lot of people get stuck like that. A lot of people get caught in those mentalities of telling themselves or telling other people, I'm doing big things. If you're doing big things, then actually do big things. Or and, how big is it if you're really talking about it? That's my thing. Mm-hmm. Well, but there's nothing wrong with talking about it, but it's just, if you, I feel as if you have the time or if you have the mind to really talk about something, are you really doing it? You know, because someone's always going to want to fact check you. Someone's always going to be like, oh, we need to do this detail. So it's just like, so now you're summarizing what you're doing. Why are we even trying to explain anything? Why are we just the action-driven people naturally? Who cares if so-and-so knows? 
they're not gonna help you do it. You're gonna help you do it because you're doing the work. It's like cheaters versus people who uh, just, you know, facing the pavement and they're gonna do it. What's easier, right? The easier thing is, is to display what you're gonna do, to have a persona with it. Mm-hmm. But the harder part is just to be like the silent ninja and just <laughs> yeah. get it done. Because there's always so much more to do. Whatever you think you did, you could have done more. Mm-hmm. You can all, like, so, you know, it, as I said before, the delusional, you know, contentness is scary. Why do you want to settle? Why do you want to go to the standard that's put? The standard was put by another living person, by a group of people who thought this was the standard. <laughs> exactly. So what, let's let's make something new. Let's break a standard. Let's break a barrier. People always do the impossible, and but then we say, oh, they're they're, they're supernatural. They're they're special. Human. They're the ally. No, they do it so you can do it too. So you can break your barriers. So you don't have to be in that group. You know, it, but uh, again, it's a lot easier to say than do it. it. You know, you might have to shed some skin, buddy. <laughs> you might have to yeah. take some bruises and bumps. Really though, that you know, and how, how bad do you want it? Do you really want to grow? You know, do you really want to be you? Uh-huh. Because you're only, it's only your video game. You know, you're only player one. Yeah. <laughs> do you really want to have faith and really believe? You know, so many people, they say they have faith and and it really stuns me to when shit hits the fan, what do you have faith in? Because <laughs> you know? I'm like, are you, oh, do yeah. you still have faith? Are we still, uh, so some really stay strong, but others break and they fold and it's okay to break and fold, but yeah. don't be delusional after that because understand you don't want to be there again. Yeah. Regardless of what time you are in your life, how old you are. You have to be strong. Yeah, know? and you know, for the uh, for the sake of breaking and folding, I, I I believe that life knocks down everyone eventually. Uh, the 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 challenges of life are strangers to no man and no woman. It don't matter how high up you are on the food chain. It don't matter uh, if you're a multimillionaire, your daddy or your mommy got money. And, and it don't matter if you got a house on the hills or you you have a house in the slums. Life hits everyone in the gut, and it'll it'll kick you down to the ground. It hits every, it brings everyone to their knees. It breaks everyone to their knees. And the difference of those that rise to the rise to the challenge and find who they truly are and achieve the success and passion and happiness versus the rest of society is those who decide to stay on their knees and stay there and let life tell them this is your place versus the other people, the few people who said, fuck you, I'm getting back up and I'm still going. <laughs> because, because everyone breaks eventually, but very few have the strength to stand up and try again and keep moving. And be comfortable with that. Be comfortable with being quote unquote weak or being at your bottom point because as you said, it's a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have a fuck you mentality. For, for me, actually, it's quite the opposite. It, it's like more embracing. Like, I embrace all, all the whatever negativity, all of it, because I understand it's going to help me in the mm-hmm. future. You know? Yeah. Uh, my goal is, I have a weird goal because I really want to help people, you know? But some people might not like me or some people might not want to be helped by me. 
but I want to be so great to the point where you cannot deny my skill, you cannot deny how I've affected you. So to do so, I have to be that. You know, you have to be your own person, therefore, regardless of people are talking so-and-so about you, dang, but man, he's skillful. Like, dang, man, like, I can't, you know? Yeah. And like, man, he helped me out. Regardless, you know, because all, all the other stuff is petty, you know, why indulge in that? It's, it, it's entertainment. It's okay if you want to be entertained, okay, be honest with yourself. Yeah. But don't get caught in the cycle of entertainment. Yeah. It's a dangerous thing. Because it's drama, and people love drama. I mean, why the fuck you think Kardashians are famous? That's all they're fucking famous for, is drama. People eat drama the fuck up, because they would much rather judge another person's life or everyone else's life instead of living their own it's entertaining uh, yeah people love to be entertained and that and that's a i i don't know if it's a bay area thing or u.s thing whatever but you know I, i've only been in this environment so i can only speak from what i've seen but people will take time out of their day to really dissect what you're doing and not even what you're doing but what they think you're doing and I, I used to that's be, that's important you know not what you're doing what they think you're doing you know what's relevant to them oh you're not really doing anything you know I, I remember one person she had no idea what I was doing and she's like you're not doing anything in life and I'm like I that really hurt me just because I'm a sensitive person but I didn't yeah. recollect I'm like hmm. hold on you don't know what I'm doing <laughs> I only know what I'm doing so but that being said, that's for everyone to really trust in what you're doing, trust in your process. Mm-hmm. And it's such a corny statement, but dang, it could be true if you make it true. If you really have faith in what you're doing, mm-hmm. whatever it be, you know, you're trying to be a doctor, you don't believe you could be a doctor. Yeah, you can if you really want it. You know, uh, people, they say this, this statistic for uh, guys who want to go to the NBA, you only have like a 1% chance. Why not be the 1%? But, uh, yeah. Okay, other people didn't do it. And it's okay if you don't do it. You know, mm-hmm. there's other opportunities. But if you want something, why not give it? But understand, there's a lot that comes with it. There's how, a lot of, yeah. How everybody you to be you? Everybody wants the rewards, the fame, and the fortune. Nobody wants the work that leads up to that. Point. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's but fucking hard. We gotta, you got to love the hard. Because hard only makes you stronger, you know? Respect the process, baby. Even though it's so corny, you know, all these motivational speakers say it, but gosh, if it's practical in your daily life, you know? Mm-hmm. I, that's just a simple thing. Like, st- like, if there's this person you don't like, okay, how, how are you going to change this right now? You know, how are you going to evolve the situation? Right now, you could do the hardest thing and be accepting of them, regardless of what ego or negativity they're bringing accept and be like okay cool but i still appreciate you and i still understand you that can go with anything you're doing you see an obstacle be aware of the obstacle and then go through it yeah fuck going over you want to go through it at least for me at least you see my language I want to see what what comes with that because I understand it's gonna grow or it, it, maybe it's too much and pick and choose, pick and choose. But yeah, just to sum it up, <laughs> yeah, be strong. Yeah, well, I just want to say it has been an absolute pleasure talking Thank with you, you man. Appreciate I really appreciate you coming through. 
and uh, having this little session with me. That is going to be uh, our little conclusion for our first episode of Real Talk on College Chronicles. If you really like this podcast, then please uh, subscribe, like, uh, drop a comment, uh, keep those notifications going, and I'll be bringing more people for Real Talk, and I will see you in the next episode. In the meantime, stay blessed, stay safe, love you all. Take care. Diamonds, 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 diamonds